clinical disclaimer. This podcast is focused on education and entertainment. While we love to help and teach, it is not meant to be used as a replacement for clinical services. If you are experiencing significant relationship issues or major concerns in your sexual, physical, or mental health, please seek the services of a professional provider near you. Welcome to the University of Pleasure, where we have sexual conversation to help build a happier nation. I'm Dr. Tara Jansen, licensed psychologist and certified sex therapist. And I'm Jeremiah James, and I am just a guy who likes talking about sex. Doc, it's the holiday season. I know our last episode before Thanksgiving was about the holiday season depression, but I'm getting a little jazzed. It's starting to snow here. <laughs> I'm feeling the holiday spirit. Are you feeling Good. it? I am. I am. I watched... You know, as much of a Hallmark holiday movie as I could tolerate. I'm ready. (laughs) It it was it it piped in around seven minutes, and then I was like, I can't. And we're back, folks. Here at the University of Pleasure, we hope that you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. I know I did. I ate a ton of food, and well, literally more than a ton of food. I literally ate until I hurt. So we hope all of our millions of fans had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And if there are other fans from our millions of fans that are outside of the United States, we hope you all had a wonderful week and a half because Thanksgiving (laughs) really doesn't mean too much overseas. Would you agree with that, Doc? I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't. There are certain people in the U.S. it doesn't mean much to. There you go. Now, did you have a nice holiday i did it was very relaxing i did an incredible amount of baking Baking? so much baking i didn't know the doctor's a baker i do like to bake i like baking quite a bit i don't like i don't eat it a lot because i have like a million stomach intolerances because i'm like just a really classic nerd in that or like geek in that sort of way but i baked rye bread i baked uh cherry and blueberry pie and i made a really good focaccia 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 (laughs) You know, Doc, I'm telling you, this is, I think, the most that Mm -hmm. our fans have ever heard about the inner workings of the Doc outside of the university. (laughs) That I I baked, that I've baked baked some things. That you bake. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. And I wish I was there to uh, partake. I know that you missed me. I know that you wished that I was there. I can feel it even through our connection here. And uh, I know that you were rooting for the Buffalo Bills to beat the Saints because I'm such a huge fan of it. You didn't even let me no. finish, Doc. You, didn't, you could just, you could give me a little. I just said it was amazing that you were a baker and all that was so great and you didn't even <laughs> finish. Should, am I supposed to say it's amazing that you're a football fan? It's amazing. No, it's a very unique a skill. Bills fan, <laughs> specifically a Buffalo Bills fan. It Sorry. doesn't matter. Sorry. That's not the point. Today's Don't we have a- guests? Shouldn't we, yes, shouldn't we get, get to them? I'm getting there. Can you just give me a sec? Just Sorry, continue. Man. Jeremiah, I watched the Buffalo Bills game. <gasps> Brian, our guest. Brian. Did you really watch the Bills game? <laughs> okay, I, this is already a bad start. I, so I'm a I'm a Cowboys fan. So I actually didn't watch the game. I, I just lied. That's the first thing I did. I came on your podcast and immediately lied. Um, <laughs> I was upset about how the Cowboys game went for me. So uh, okay. I would like to everybody. I would like you to introduce our special guest. Nick Holder is here with us today. 
I don't know this gentleman, Brian. He popped it in Zoom. <laughs> it was a, uh, no, okay, fine. But you can't come on here, dude, and say you're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that when I said that I'm the biggest Buffalo Bills fan ever. Like, oh, oh. So it's okay to be a liar, but it's not okay to be a Cowboys fan. Correct. <laughs> I would have much I, rather you've been a liar. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because now, I believe that. I believe I believe that coming from Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> we you know we really that. should have figured this out before we started recording. That's exactly yeah. true. Exactly <laughs> true. <laughs> well, we are really excited today, listeners, because actually this is a brand new segment for us here at the University of Pleasure. I happen to be talking to a friend of mine who knew these two rock star gentlemen who have their own podcast. And he thought that we should all put our brains together and actually meet at some point. And we did. I reached out to Brian. He's such a cool guy. And then he introduced me to Nick. And they have a podcast called How Cool Is This? It's a five-minute podcast, which is a blast. They have people call in to a number. They come up with ideas. And then you guys talk about whether it's, is it cool or is it not? Is it like, is it cool or not cool? So give us a little, I mean, that's probably a really shit explanation of your podcast. So please give a true explanation of your podcast. How cool is this? I mean, uh, Jeremiah, honestly, that's a pretty concise explanation of the podcast uh, because we're all about brevity at how cool is this? Um, <laughs> you know, we, we wanted to start a five minute podcast because we felt like a lot of podcasts were honestly a little too long. Um, so I, I admire your ability to describe our podcast in uh, about 90 seconds because that's what we require our guests to do when they talk about their ideas. <laughs> you get the 90 second, you get a 90 second elevator pitch, and then we're going to talk about whether it's cool or not. Period. Yep. Could you imagine me trying to do a five minute podcast? It'd be like death. Brevi brevity is not my strong suit. I worst, appreciate that you're here. It's not my strong podcast. suit. I, you yeah. guys do not understand the true pain of trying to keep the doc like tight and concise because you know i guess in the <laughs> world of therapists and whatnot you can, you, there's no easy answers and i'm an easy answer kind of guy i'm like what's the problem here let's handle this and she's like yes but there are then there's many layers to the onion and i'm like oh my god you know <laughs> so sometimes ours can run a little bit on the longer side but she does give good advice she does a lot for a lot of people, and I'm very grateful to be doing it with you, Doc, as always. <laughs> but sometimes you ramble. So, anyway. Never you, though. Never me. you. Listen, Never you. I, Doc, I am humble enough oh, to God. be able to say that sometimes I can ramble a tiny bit. And when you're somebody like me, as, as true humble pie as I am, Duh. I can admit that to you. Okay? But notice when I was explaining how you might go a little too long. You didn't jump in and go, I also, yes, he is correct. You just kind of sat there quietly. And you only said a little bit at the beginning that you kind of talked too much. So anyway, the point is with this. <laughs> you, you do realize the irony of the situation that just we're in right now, right? Oh, get off me. Yeah, I think we right. all let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Should we get to what these gentlemen are here to well, talk about? I'm really excited to have you on. I know the doc is as well. It's really cool to have other podcasters who have a fantastic product out there that you all should have a chance and go take some time. Listen to how cool is this? It is such a fun podcast. It literally is five minutes and it's always just some interesting idea from a fan. And these gentlemen talk about whether it's cool or not. And it's a really fun listen. If you just need a quick breather from your day, 
these are the guys to listen to. And really, really thrilled to be able to do a little cross-pollination between our two podcasts here. And when we were talking, we were trying to figure out like, hey, what, what do you think we could do? And Brian came up with uh, two different uh, episodes that they had. Then I'm going to let them explain these episodes that they thought would be good for you and me to talk about their doc, right? Give maybe thoughts. expand expand upon. Yes, doc. Open you know the, the layers of the onion. They do five right. minutes. We'll do an hour. All right. So <laughs> so I'm going to hand it over to them because I think the first one we're going to do. I believe it's episode 34. Was it episode 34? That sounds right. All right. I'm actually, just in case you edit this. Winning. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's actually episode 36. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Some good pickups. Uh, listen, if I was right, I'm very proud of that fact. Numbers <laughs> and memorization things are not my strong suit. So episode 34, I'll let you gentlemen introduce it. And then the doc and I uh, are going to do a little bit of listening. We'll have our listeners listen to this five-minute podcast with us. And then we're going to do a little talk about it afterwards. So go ahead and introduce episode 34. Sure. Thanks for having us. Uh, in spite of my earlier mishap, <laughs> I'm glad to still be here. Uh, I would say that, as we mentioned, we do five-minute podcasts. We talk about how cool ideas are. Usually, you can talk about an idea for a lot longer. We record a lot longer segments, but have to come down to five. So we're excited to hear people you know, go, go on it a little bit more. The other caveat is we only talk about how cool it is. Like that's the only measure. So we don't talk about how important it is. We don't talk about how much money it could or couldn't make. We don't talk about how bad for the world it can be. You know, some of those are covered by the overarching theme of coolness, but that that's our main lane. I wouldn't call us experts in it, but it's something that we've for better or worse have spent a lot of time thinking about. That's <laughs> so cool. these are ideas that um, we're hoping that you can either take that coolness angle and expand on it or you know take an entirely different angle of you know like is this good for you know people's mental health yeah Absolutely. yeah i think adding adding an expert lens to some of these things is a great way to expand upon it because you know brian and i come at it through our experiences which aren't always uh the most robust in terms of, of the ideas that people bring to the table so i think you know, the idea with this podcast was to always do our five minute thing, get the ideas out there and then try to connect those ideas with people that might be interested in expanding upon them, whether it's bringing that idea to life through a product or, or whatever. So um, it's really cool to see someone else uh, like your podcast, you know, talking more about the stuff that we've already talked about. I think that that was kind of the goal. Dude, right. um, that's the thing. And I tell you what's so cool about your podcast is it's it truly to me when I listen to it and I really appreciate you guys saying that I'm an expert because I, I, I am an expert clearly, uh, on Boo. so many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I heard that, uh, the flub of the lips there. <laughs> no, but truthfully, what I, what I loved about it in the first sense when I was listening was it was like a conversation starter. Like it was something that like, you know, I listened to this podcast today and there was this idea on there and like, like that water cooler conversation at work or like chatting with your friend over dinner. Oh, I was listening to the guys again today and they had somebody, you know, called in with this cool thing. And, you know, like being something that is genuinely a fun conversation starter and building interest in the thought. And that was, I just thought was a brilliant idea. So kudos to you guys for, I know that's, you, as you were saying, Brian, like your lane, you know, and even though you're a Cowboys fan, I respect your, your work ethic in bringing this to life. Can I, can I, well, we have you gentlemen here. Can I ask a clarifying question? So 
this is very much the psychologist in me. How are you all quantif like how are you all like uh operationally defining coolness? So like is it like a gut feeling? Is there like a like a certain like rubric that you use? How do you do how do you define coolness? Um that's honestly a question that we get a lot because um I, I think a lot of people are, are curious about it. Uh when it comes to the podcast, but what we like to do is honestly not define coolness at all. Yeah. And kind of on uh, an episode by episode basis, um, take some different tenets of what we think cool means or what it means in the context of that idea, and then kind of talk about it. And, and one of the reasons we like the idea of cool is that it is so flexible. Um, it's not, we're not giving something a five out of five cool at the end of every episode. It, it that can, wouldn't be cool. Right. It's a little bit more open-ended than that. But I will say that I, I was thinking about this the other day, and I know you said we don't define it. I actually was like, I knew we were coming up here. I was like, oh, if they ask, here's what I'm going to say. And I, I came up with a, a short definition, which was that it's aspirationally and authentically different. Say that so, one more time. We had a little bit of a disconnection there, and I want to make sure I get that in there because I know you had um, pre-planned it. Yeah, I did pre-plan this. Mm -hmm. uh, it was aspirationally and authentically different. So it's somebody that stands out from like the status quo, but in a way that is like not faking it, you know, not copying anybody. And it's also, they stand out in a way that people want to be like them. So it's not like a pariah who's like, oh, you know, that don't go by that person. They're picking their nose all the time. They're going to get boogers on you. It's like, oh, that person's getting somebody else to pick their nose for them, which is actually not that cool <laughs> either. <laughs> Well, I, I do think one of the things that's cool about most of our episodes is that Brian and I tend to disagree. Um, so sometimes a little bit of disagreement when it comes to cool uh, can be a cool thing. There you go. Have you all have you all taken like word counts of episodes, even within five minutes? How many times do you say cool? You really should. If you uh, haven't. <laughs> I think tried to do that no, once. We did. Yeah. Yeah, um, we last time we did a, like a daily episode thing, we had. Um, an intern helping us get stuff out. And she, she mentioned that I think we had, it was 18 to 21 cools per episode. And we thought about trying to get a drinking game started, but I, I don't drink. So I was like, I don't know if that's like a, a, a cool thing to get started, but Listen, Nick, you could be the proponent. Yeah. I'd be a big proponent of that. I think it's good. <laughs> so, uh, but I have to say, I would absolutely fail at your podcast because I would be like, it's definitive five stars. It's great. Or definitively zero stars. I did not think it was great. So it's not cool. I'm like I'm I'm very very like, you know, yay or nay. We do a we do one on our podcast called the thumbs up thumbs down where I try to pin Doc into the corner to give a thumbs up or thumbs down and she's I love, always rigging I, an I love that that's that's not even the name of the segment. <laughs> it is the name I've given the segment. Thumbs up thumbs down. This is called good idea bad idea. <laughs> And you try to get me to say if it is good or bad, and rarely will I put it in one box or the other. Well, I, I agree with that assessment, Doc. Some uh, some things aren't just good or bad. Uh, sometimes they can be cool. Yeah. Some sideways. <laughs> yeah. See, they have brevity but flexibility within it. Doc. That's what I enjoy. Okay. That's great. They're great. We know it's great. They're fabulous. Okay. I can't. I am who I am. Okay. It is what it is. <laughs> Super defensive. I'm not defensive okay, at all. They're awesome. Their show's cool. I think it's cool, too. I give them five stars. I give them five stars. I give them two thumbs up. That's why, I'm, well, that's why I wanted to work with them, have them on the podcast. They're amazing. Okay. It, it is funny that you, we, all right. It is funny that we talk about it like this because the first idea that we wanted to get your opinions on was 
um, a, a girl named Nora, who we met in the park. We were handing out pizza and asking people for ideas. So she was a stranger and she walked up and wanted pizza. And then we said, hey, do you want to be on a podcast? And she said, uh, what? And then we said, you have to give us an idea to be on the podcast. And it was different words than that, but that's essentially what happened. And her idea was essentially to have an app that allowed women, as she put it, women to rate guys before, you know, after they have sexual encounters, after they go on dates. So that way other guys or girls who are looking to date them would be able to know what they're getting themselves into. Right. Um, giving people a definitive rating, almost like you would a restaurant or, or a store that you go into. So you can know what you're getting into before you uh, meet that person. All right. And this this was episode 34, right? This is episode 34? Yeah. All right. They did a good segue. They did See it that? well. They're, they're professionals. That's all That's right. what I love about these guys. All right. So here we, here we go. So episode 34 is called officially, gentlemen? Uh, her name is just Nora, right? Yeah. We didn't use her last name. Yeah. Uh, and we just called it um, Yelp for women seeking men, I think. Yeah. Um, so, you know, borrowing a little bit from the Yelp terminology there, but um, something sometimes people come on the show with an idea that they haven't necessarily named yet, and that's okay. Um, so we, we also kind of like to talk about figuring out, you know, how to kind of name those things and make them something that people can kind of understand a little bit better. So Absolutely. Totally get it. And... For our second half of this episode, we are going to be listening to, I believe it is episode, I'm just pulling this from the, this guy right now, and I want to say that out of the top of my head, that it's episode 98. That sounds right. I'm going to double check. Yeah, I would have checked it. I'm <laughs> doing, sorry. I hope you can cut this part in post. I'm <laughs> zooming through my phone, so I can't access that right now. It's okay. Uh, it is, I think it is 98. It is, it's 98. All yes. right. <laughs> Oh, that's right. It's 98. It's nice to hear you from Heather Lee, who basically when the pandemic started, created this matching experiment, as she called it, where she basically hooked up with like 30 to 60 people, uh, strangers based off of a personality quiz. And she personally you know, picked who they would match with and then had them exchange one audio note per day. Um, for the first 30 to 60 days of the experiment. And then she documented how those conversations went uh, in a podcast called It's Nice to Hear You. So her idea was the experiment itself, which was taking visuals and text out of dating, essentially. And um, also the idea of you know telling a story through the podcast. Right. And it was a really interesting idea. Um, you know, not only did it solve kind of a, a problem that people were having during the pandemic in terms of like finding new ways to create intimacy. Right. But, but just did it in a really interesting way that I think flipped the conventions of modern uh, dating on its head in a sense that uh, we felt like a lot of dating apps were so rooted in like the pictures or the funny quips that you, you put on there. And she just made it so focused on audio, which was interesting to us as people um, that you never see, you only hear. Um, so yeah. we just thought that was a, a really cool way to help people connect. I think that's really cool. Awesome. That one, I think the doc is really going to noodle in there. I, I have a feeling. <laughs> I just have a very strong feeling. I have a lot that. of feelings already about the five stars, so I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> I do as well. I right. do as well. Well, gentlemen, 
we're really excited. Part of this setup is we're going to do the review, then we're going to release it, and you guys are going to come back on on our next episode and give us your thoughts on our review and if you thought it was cool, which of course it was cool because I'm cool. And then, and then is it is it that the podcast after that then we give our thoughts on their thoughts on our review? Is this like an endless just cycle? We're just yeah. gonna, are we just gonna? <laughs> Just keeping it Are going. Just gonna, yeah, okay, great. I just want to. I just want to. I want to make sure. Thoughts on thoughts on thoughts. I just want to know how long that chain will go. So this should be hundred percent your jam. Thoughts on thoughts okay. on more thoughts. Hey, that's why I thought of it. Just there. so you know. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the University of Pleasure with us again. Everybody out there, don't forget to check out how cool is this five minute podcast. These guys are awesome. It is so much fun to listen to. And uh, we're going to say goodbye to them now and then uh, have them back next week to get their thoughts on our thoughts. So thank you, gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming. And uh, we're going to jam and we'll get your thoughts soon. Talk to you later, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Bye. Thanks. See, Doc, weren't they nice guys? Super nice guys. Okay. Okay. Looking forward to their reviews and our reviews. So let's get this party started. And listen to episode 34, which on them, just looking it up again here, it was titled Nora Yelp for Women Seeking Men. Are you ready, Doc, for a little, uh, little how cool is this? Yep, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. First shot at reviewing somebody else's work. Here we go. I'm loving this. Welcome to How Cool Is This, the podcast about your ideas. Want to get featured on the show? Leave us a voicemail at 848-863-9917. In this episode, we have an idea from Nora. Nora, and my idea is to have a woman-only Yelp feature for guys that we've dated. And we can, like, share it with our friends and say, like, okay, this guy was really nice on the outside, but then he's weird in bed or something. And then you can, like, give him a rating, like, two out of ten or something, and then share it with your friends. What's your inspiration for that? Uh, I just, like, really regret. <laughs> I just really regret everything that happened. Um, and, yeah, I wish there was, like, review for this person that I could have seen that would have, like, enabled me to... <laughs> Not yeah, invite this person over. How cool is that? Ryan, what do you think about Yelp for women seeking men? I would not be a user of the service, which makes me an objective third party. I am, however, a man, or at least I identify as one. How would you feel about being rated on this app? about having a little profile page full of information that you couldn't necessarily control. If it were good, I would feel great. And if it weren't, it would be unfair and exploitative and quite frankly, immoral. Aren't you technically in control of whether or not the information on that page is good? You can't control what people say, but you can control what you do. Brian, if the roles were reversed, would you use an app for men seeking women? Would you put information out into the world about the women that you've had encounters with? If I were putting out information, it would have been long ago when 
I wasn't as emotionally mature as I am now, which doesn't mean that I am now, but I definitely was not that. I would absolutely not put someone's information out there. It's not really my information to share. But it seems like there are a lot more men who you need information about than women you need information about in this context. There's a lot to be known about men, and the more you know about them, the better picture you have, and that's cool. Do you think that your current girlfriend would have gone on a date with you had she had access to this information from previous dates that you've gone on. Before I met my current girlfriend, I was involved in a number of things that could not be classified as necessarily good or being nice to other people. So I think I can pretty clearly say that I would have been screwed. And do you think that would be fair to you? Listen, I did the things that I did, and I regret doing those things. So yeah, it is fair to report the truth, but I am glad she allowed me to explain myself and to show the good boy side of myself, which is one of the reasons that we're still dating today. Ultimately, when you are rating someone for an app like this, it's somebody that you cared about or thought you could at one point care about. Brian, would your current girlfriend have dated you if she saw your profile on this app? I don't think she would have gone on another date with me had she seen my profile. She definitely would have used this app. So here's the tricky part about this idea. Is it a cool idea, even though its existence might cause us some serious pain? Do you think you are good for your girlfriend? Yeah, I think so. I would say the same about me. I think I add a lot of value. Are we able to separate ourselves from an idea and say, this thing is cool, although it might have some uncool effects on me? Well, it wouldn't anymore. I see what you're saying. Now that we're both in healthy, committed relationships, the information on this app wouldn't necessarily be a problem. You hear about all these databases, these dossiers of terrible stories, but there aren't any databases of great stories, and this can be an opportunity. You sound like a mom on Facebook who's complaining that the news is all bad and that she just wants good news. You want the bad news to turn itself into good news. You want a story that goes in many places before finding a satisfying resolution. Everybody loves a happy ending. Happy endings are incredibly cool. There's no ending without a beginning, and every beginning starts with an idea. If you have an idea, submit it to howcoolisthis.show. Or call 848-863-9917 to leave us a voicemail that we can feature on the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. There it is, Doc. How cool is this? I like these. I just, I like these guys so much. I think what they do is great. <laughs> Although Yelp reviews for men terrify me. I'm not going to lie. I know that there was like cool, uncool, might cool. It might be cool, but I'm going to, I might have to, I might have to, you know, we were talking about how like I'm a thumbs up, thumbs down kind of straight edge guy. Like I just, good, bad, the end. But I feel like this one, for me, you know, I wasn't always truth, tr- tr- truth box here, Doc. Truth box. Okay. Truth box. Great. Okay. <laughs> Trust exercise. Yeah, I, you know, I, I made some mistakes in the past and I'm humble enough to admit that I have made mistakes in the past in relationships. I have hurt people unintentionally in relationships, good, bad, and different relationships, you know? And I just feel like if you were to sum up me on like a, on a Yelp, you know, big say you had one date and it just didn't go well. I mean, so many factors go into having like a bad day, you know, to, you know, I 
maybe they didn't like me because I was too happy and they're not a happy person. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I love that we can take this idea that they've got here on how cool is this, the podcast, and, and like talk about it because, you know, it makes me, it makes me sweat a little bit. So I would like to get, <laughs> <laughs> if this became a real thing, if you're pulling out my like information from my past, I think it was Nick that was saying it. I'd be like, you know, I wasn't my best self then. You know, I'm, you know, that might have been a bad day. It's like a, a celebrity like myself walking down the street, right? And somebody comes up and they're like, hey, man, can I have an autograph? Because I love you for pleasure. I would, of course, be super nice. But maybe I wouldn't be nice enough in their mind's eye. And then they say, uh, that guy from the University of Pleasure is a dick. Even though I'm totally not a dick, I'm a super nice guy. But maybe in that moment, you know, it, they thought their interpretation of my mild Jeremiah niceness somehow makes me dick. And if it's like a rating like that, it's just all interpretive. I feel like you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, um, I mean, the good news is no one's asking us if we think it's a cool idea or not. That's their podcast. Right. So if you're asking <laughs> sort of like that, you know, um, I probably wouldn't suggest something like that for, I mean, is it an interesting idea? Yeah. Part of why I could see it be appealing to some people is like people want to protect themselves from getting hurt again, right? And something like that gives a sense of potential control or to a certain degree, possibly even an illusion of control of like, hey, if I know A, B, C, or D, and like, don't get me wrong, like there might be some legitimately not well people that you put them on those and those reviews are pretty solid, right? <laughs> like, yeah, steer clear of this particular person <laughs> because they've got, yeah. And, and, but I think it would, I think there are probably really frankly, regardless of gender, if you did it to anybody, right. Um, if we were rating people and their fit and their, uh, I guess, like capacity for a good relationship with somebody, I think that there's a lot of things that you start to struggle with. One of them, I think they actually brought up, which is a really good point that like, People have like you you learn only through mistake and through error, right? Otherwise it's just called knowing. Right. Right. Like, right, right. Learning learning only happens, you know, in failure or doing something not the right way. And the other piece that I think is really tricky, and they, they didn't, I mean, they only have five minutes, right? But I think that creates even more complexity is that so much of what can create a really good experience in a relationship is this idea of fit. This idea of compatibility. Yes. Yes. Doc. And yeah. And so, what might be a really poor fit for one person that's their one star might be a five star for another person. So, let's say somebody has, I don't know, in this case, it sounded like it was more for heterosexual cisgender men, right? Like those are the reviews, right? Um, maybe somebody had like a boyfriend or a partner or whoever where, you know, he was like always like, Wanted a lot of free time and a lot of time on his own for independent activities. And for partner A, right, woman A that's trying to date him, she's like, no, I like to spend a lot of time together. But then you might have another woman that's like, that's awesome. I also love a lot of right. my own free time. Right. Yes. What a wonderful compatibility. And so person A might go, that person didn't care about me. And person B might go, this person is fabulous. These aspects of their personality, it's kind of like that idea of like, one person's trash is another person's treasure, yes, right? 100%. Like, sorry, that's not. I mean, sorry, that's like a little cold, but like, you know, 
fit and compatibility is really important in relationships. And, you know, sometimes people's compatibility, you know, kind of grows and evolves together in, in, you know, uh, helpful ways over time. Sometimes those things can, you know, people can start compatible and end not as compatible because people evolve and change. But something like that where you say, like, I'm giving this person a review and, like, you're you're assuming that that person will always stay the same. I'm with you, Doc. I'm totally with you because there are layers and people change Ooh. and we grow, right? Is that what you're getting at here? Right. Yeah. Like when you leave a review, right, it's like this person's forever going to be the worst, right? <laughs> like you're taking you're taking a, a, a picture in time and you're suggesting that it will live on forever and, and people change and they evolve. So that's, you know, and to be fair, that's kind of what those guys were talking about. But I also think the other thing, and this is just more like, do you ever like when you go on Amazon, like ever read the reviews? Oh, 100%. Somebody... Right? Like, sometimes it's, like, really hilarious. I can't remember what I – oh, I was reading this review of, like, a – I was getting someone a gift, and it's, like, a hangboard for, like, climbing. It's not important, but, like, you use it to help, like, strengthen your fingers and climbing. Okay. And there was this review from this woman that was, like, one star. I bought this for my husband, and he put it up in the garage and never did anything like it. Like, he never does anything with anything. You know, like <laughs> – So totally. the product didn't fail. Your husband is clearly you're right. Like, it wasn't about the product, and you see those like all the time, where you're like, "How?" And that's sometimes right. Like sometimes people like misuse something like that, right? Because they're right. getting out. It's called displacement, right? When you displace your anger and frustration, because you know maybe it's not actually about that or something else. And don't get me wrong, like I do understand, and I know we got to move on to the other one, but I do understand why people would want to prevent future hurts. But I think this is a product or whatever you want to call it that gives the illusion of that, but it doesn't take into consideration how multidynamic, you know, people are and that evolution and that idea of compatibility and that idea of fit. And so it it limits it limits that idea. Oh, yeah, it's as a, a little product. too too little too um overly simplistic. Yeah, overly simplistic. Like it sounds like it would be great, but it's a little overly simplistic because you know, I know people that I thought would never change ended up changing. I know people that have grown as humans, you know. In fact, I was just watching a, a documentary about Pink Floyd and they were talking about how they hated each other for so long. And then, you know, they got older and they even made a joke like, and now we're like grownups and kind of put all that stupid crap aside and we did Live Aid. You know, and it's like, yeah, there you go. Because people grow yeah. and they change, you know. And yeah. sometimes, and, and again, one person's trash is another person's <laughs> treasure, you know. But you can, you can also... You you also can't assume that someone will always stay a five star, right? They might, right. Diffi- they might have a difficult. Somebody might be a five, and then just really have a lot of difficult life circumstances, and they start to struggle to show up for a partner. They start to have some kind of you know uh, crisis that occurs in life. Like it's just it's a faulty system. Interesting idea to be sure, but when you think about just sort of the way that humanity and relational dynamics work, kind of limited. All right. Well, there you have it. Guys, if you're listening out there, which I know you are, and how cool is this? You got a little bit more of an in-depth take from a professional, i.e. me. And the doc was here, too. All right. So we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to do episode 98. We'll be right back. And we're back with 
episode 98 of How Cool Is This? Now, this was interesting to me, Doc. A woman does an experiment about dating, but only has to do with the voce, the gift, as I like to call it here, my golden pipes, right? I think I get a lot of dates on my golden pipes personally, but uh, let's listen to the podcast and see what they say. First of all, I, I'm sorry, I have to stop it really quick. Isn't that the greatest intro? That intro makes me so happy. I get so amped. Listen, ours is great because the amazing Robert Felstein who did the composing, but I think we might need a refresh, Doc. We might need some rock and roll. That's all I'm saying. Let me get back to this. I'm sorry. Welcome to How Cool Is This? The five-minute podcast about your ideas and how cool they are. If you have an idea, call us at 848-863-9917. In this episode, you're going to hear from Heather Lee. Hi, my name is Heather. At the beginning of quarantine in 2020, I was laid off from my full-time job, and I decided to embark on a creative sabbatical that involved a dating experiment. Since I was single and terribly bad at dating, I decided to create an anonymous, voice-only matchmaking experiment from my apartment in Manhattan. The premise was that I would get a hundred single strangers who are looking to date in a different way. But the twist is that they could only message each other through voice memos in my experiment. So one message a day, it could be as long as they want it to be. I would be the intermediary. They didn't share any names. There were no pictures. They were anonymous. There was no personally identifiable information in the recordings so that people couldn't stalk each other. And my experiment lasted for 30 days. I was just so amazed by the power of voice and the acceleration of intimacy that happened through my experiment. I proceeded to chronicle this experience. So I wrote about a few pairs and what I learned, the connections that formed the lessons that I learned in a podcast. It's a six episode podcast called It's Nice to Hear You about the experiment, a few people and my personal journey. So check it out, available wherever podcasts can be heard. It's nice to hear you. How cool is that? Nick, how cool is Heather's idea? It's nice to hear you. Any idea that's voice only is a really cool idea. Haven't we said that podcasts aren't that cool? But the idea of using voice as the only medium, depriving people of those other senses like scent and sight, I think is really interesting. It's just different. It's cool to have a podcast that's more than a podcast. She's making a community of people who are finding love. Creating a podcast that chronicles something that is proven to be cool is cool. It is always cool when you're able to find two people who are looking for each other and put them together. Nothing's cooler than love, baby. It is nice that she did something cool out of an uncool situation, which was getting laid off and being in the middle of a crazy pandemic. Everyone that was just able to stay alive through this did all that you needed to do. But it is really cool to see someone that took this setback, this period of adversity, and used it to create something that helped other people. There is a six-episode podcast where I'll find out just how much it did help, because I think some people found the situation cool and for others dating generally is a pretty uncool experience not everybody that entered into this voice only dating system had a positive result so i do wonder if you create something that might have caused some people pain then was that a cool thing i think it's still cool how cool is the name 
It's nice to hear you. I think that's a very cool name. It sounds like a more warm, welcoming experience than maybe some other dating apps like Bumble or Tinder. Yeah, it's classy. It's familiar because it's like, it's nice to meet you, but you're hearing, you know, I don't need to explain it. Everybody gets it. And that's what makes it cool. Anytime you have to explain your idea more than necessary, it's probably not a cool idea. What's the coolest sense that could have been singled out for dating? Like theoretically, all these dating apps are sight only. Do you think there should be a smell only in dating app? Maybe it's like speed dating, but you show up and you're blindfolded and have earplugs in. And all you can do is smell the person across the table from you. I might end up falling in love with a batch of roses. It could be a thorny situation. Going back to when you asked if there were people who had some heartbreak as a result of this experiment and whether that makes it less cool, which in a way it does, but it also gave them a distraction. Instead of thinking about whether or not they might die, they were just thinking about whether or not they said something awkward in their last voice message. It's not cool to overthink what you've said, but at the same time, that means that you are feeling really excited about the person you're talking to. If you can feel excited about someone only by trading voice messages back and forth. That's pretty cool. If you want to send us a voice memo of an idea, we would love to feature it on an upcoming episode. Our number is 848-863-9917. And check out other episodes of this show at howcoolisthis.show. And it's nice to hear you. Yes, check that out too. Thanks for listening. Bye. This is, we're getting very meta here. We're talking about a, we're talking about a podcast talking about another podcast i know right <laughs> there's a lot of le- there's a lot of lever- levels here a lot of levels but i think it's great and again i think these guys are awesome and i gotta say they have great sound effects and like little ding ling ling lings i'm gonna have to come up with some of that stuff when i'm editing doc because i think we could use it in here i think it'd be fun i you? you know i'm more of a minimalist i think less is more so boring. of the sound effects and, and at some point at some point at some point you and i need to talk about how many stickers you put on instagram posts come on come there on. are so many stickers so yeah. many stickers they're Never really mind. great though they they get they, the point across. they sometimes sometimes great sometimes used car ad <laughs> sometimes <laughs> wow oh sometimes Sometimes it looks like a monster truck rally. How dare <laughs> on, you? <laughs> on a post. Very dare you. The person who does not do any social media is criticizing my social media mm. work. I cannot. Yes. What? Are, what? Mm, I wonder if I make other contributions in some way, shape, or How form. How dare you again? How <laughs> dare you? This is not about me. We're reviewing this. Can but we please before, talk but Can about we quick? But just because you know, since I aired that grievance. I think we need to have a one sticker rule. You no only way. are allowed one I sticker. Like we'll talk stickers. about it off the air. We'll talk about it off the air. Fine. It's two used. It's two used car ad. Man. <laughs> How two. dare you? How Sunday, dare you? Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Can't believe you're doing that. How dare you yeah. bring it up? That's all if I you want to see. Hey, hey, side note. If you want to see what I'm talking about, just follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just made a plug. There you go. Well done. <laughs> Look at you doing social media. <laughs> okay, enough about me and my used car ads. Can we please talk about this? I think, well, first of all, first of all, I want to say, I'm going to listen to her podcast as well, but she sounds like a scientist. I mean, she sounds very yeah, clear. Uh, yeah, well, I think that's brilliant. I think it's a brilliant idea. Um, I appreciate, I think I appreciate a lot of the same things that the guys on, you know, the guys were talking about. Like the, the thing that I think is, um, really clever about that is this idea of 
taking away sort of other components like the visual component, right? And even text, like I think on a multi-varied, uh, in a multi-varied kind of way, it helps um, reduce some bias, right? So for instance, like we do not as a human species realize just how biased we are, right? Like right. you look at somebody and you look at a certain aspect of your appear their appearance and even unconsciously you make decisions about who that person is, right? Whether you realize it or not, like and some people have more awareness of bias than others, but like we do have a lot of automatic bias and like visual cues are something that give us bias. And we sometimes – there's tons of studies on this, right? Like they, we can easily ascribe certain personality characteristics to people based on how they look. Right. Or certain aspects of their appearance. And so or, you know, maybe certain things that are like on a profile or whatever that might be. And so that just kind of one of the things that I think is really brilliant about what she did is like it cuts very quickly past some of those kind of like things that you might create a lot of assumptions about. And it creates a human connection very quickly. Hearing someone's voice, hearing tone, hearing some of the subtle stuff that you definitely can't read in text or messaging, right? Like it creates more subtlety of communication that I think is um, going to enhance intimacy a lot more quickly and also help people kind of assess a little bit more effectively like the authenticity of something. Yeah. Not that you, you know, you still got to meet somebody in person probably well, eventually. Yeah, or... I mean, that's my thing is like, yeah, it's great for a little bit of an experiment, but is it really great? Is it really a great thing to do? Because in, what terms if you of, go... in terms of, I'm talking about in terms of getting something started, right? Well, like, sure, but what if you show up and you're like, oh my God, that's not what I thought that voice sounded like. It's like the old adage of like, you know, that sexy voice you're talking to on the 1-900 number, not that yeah, I but that's that. all. But that's all dating. That's all dating, right? Oh, that picture, the personality doesn't match the features that I, you know, in my head sort of ascribe to what that person looked like. That's why I'm talking about bias, right? Like, Yeah, but, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm with you, but at the same point in time, you know, so much connection really is about how somebody looks, and I wouldn't want to hurt somebody because they had such a beautiful voice and we connected on such a deep level, and then I, I, I meet them in person and I don't find them attractive. Do you think that the voice could overcome that aspect from a and sex therapist? Side note, just how many people say you didn't this I went on a date and they look nothing like their Tinder profile. We've picks. talked about it here on the podcast, Doc. I know. I'm just saying right. it happens all the I'm just I guess I, what I'm saying is I think that that's a risk of dating always. I don't Being know. This seems a little bit more risky. This seems like a, a little bit uh, like, you know, it seems a little uh, bit more risky. If it's just the voice. And you're not, not allowed to give any. Did she say? I can't remember because I, you know, did she say like they were allowed to give physical care characteristics? I don't remember. I don't. I don't know that I heard that. I, I didn't hear that either. She, That's my I don't point. think she went into. I don't think she went into depth about that. And if she did, I apologize. Maybe the listeners can tell us. But um, we have to go back and listen to that. But I think that the idea that. It doesn't mean that like there is no. Here's the thing. There is no dating technique that saves someone from possible disappointments. Like that just doesn't exist, right? And I understand the the desire to try to reduce the potential for That's disappointment all I'm saying, or reducing hurting. it. Right, reducing something. But I don't think that starting with audio ups risk of disappointment in any probably significant way. I think what it does do though is creates sort of the capacity to build attraction in a different way, right? So when people start and like build attraction just based on a visual cue, that's a really 
flat. So think of it like that's that's like a very like flat plane of attraction, right? Like it's okay. just one component. That's just one component. You could show up and find someone very attractive, but then they start speaking and you're like, oh no, no, thank you. And now suddenly you're not attracted to them, right? Because you right. start to you start to add in different dynamics. And so what something like audio, what this person did hypothetically could do is it allows for more of a multi-dynamic way to begin building attraction. And now that doesn't mean that, you know, being physically, visually attracted to someone doesn't matter or that that's not going to matter to people, but it means that you build up sort of a different type of attraction to somebody so that when you meet them in person, you know, it might be a very different experience. Whereas maybe you met that like, so for instance, maybe you saw their picture time A, like, let's say you saw their picture normal style on like Tinder, right? Sure. And you were like, nah, swipe left. No, thanks. Right. But because you developed another type of attraction for this person, when you show up this time, there's maybe more potential of being like, actually, now I'm swiping right, hypothetically, right? Metaphorically uh, speaking. I, mean, I guess I see what you're saying. I guess I could see it, but. It changes basically that like. Those kind of things can change just in the same, like, it's just talking about doing it in a different direction. Just as as you can see somebody as really physically attractive in a picture, show up on a date, hear them speak and go, no, thank you, or spend 30 minutes with them and, like, kind of hear their opinions on life and suddenly not be attracted to them, you, the same, the dynamics work in a, in the same way where, you start to maybe develop attraction to somebody. Maybe you show up and you see them physically and you say, no, thanks. Or maybe you show up and you say, oh, like I, you know, you, there's no way to know. It might enhance, you know, somebody you might've said no to in a picture. Now you're saying yes to because you developed a different type of attraction because of how multi-dynamic attraction really is and sexual attraction really is. Did that make any sense? Yeah, I mean, it totally made sense. But at the same time, I still am skeptical. I'm just still, call me old fashioned, but you know, a sexy voice might lead. I could see what you're saying. I'm not discounting it. Maybe I'm just stuck in my I'm not saying it's magic, right? Like, I'm not saying it's like this magical thing where you take it and if you show up and somebody was definitely not in your, like, kind of template of attraction physically, you know? Some people have different templates and varied templates. But if they're, like, way, way outside the box that it's, like, their voice, their voice was so magical that I, it's totally skewed, right? But what I'm saying is, it is an interesting way to shift the dynamic. And there would be no way to really know, right? There would be no way to really know, like, did that make you more physically attracted to the person meeting them that way? Yeah, I can uh, see it. I can see it. It's fine. I agree. Sexual, basically the point is, is there is much more than just physical attraction that goes into attraction as a whole. Sexual attraction, romantic attraction. There's so much more. Otherwise, then everyone that you ever dated that you the first moment you saw them and then you're like I think you're physically attracted you would just stay attracted to them forever right right right, right, right. like that's the only thing that I'm saying is like that is just a singular facet of attraction and so it's interesting to take that facet away for a while and see what develops and see how that impacts things and again I don't I haven't listened to this person's podcast I don't know how that played out I don't know about like the experimental design it's really more just that 
I think that it's interesting. And I think that it, I do think people are get sick of dating in one particular way. And so there is some excitement well, and listen, some novelty. Well, the voice novelty. is a very powerful thing. You know, timbre of voice. They've done all kinds of experiments. I saw a documentary once about like, oh, I can't remember how long ago it was, but it was like babies that are like super newborns recognizing their mother's voice over somebody else's voice, you know, like saying the same words. And the baby, the, the truly a teeny little newborn reacting yeah to the, the timbre of their actual mother's voice because they yeah. knew it in the womb, yada, yada, yada. My point is the voice is a very powerful thing and I think I'm going to listen to her podcast. I'm interested to hear. But yet again, we had a great conversation about a conversation starter from How Cool Is This, the podcast. So what do you think about that, Doc? Hey, not too bad, I think right? it's great. I think, people, great. I, think, I think people are going to check, should check them out. I totally agree. want to thank you both both Nick and uh, Brian for being on the podcast and uh, for sharing how cool is this with us and all of our millions of fans worldwide. And uh, we're interested uh, to have you come on next week and give us your thoughts on how we did reviewing your reviews of how cool was something of how cool is this? So check out how cool is this wherever podcasts are uh, listened to. Is that how I should say that doc? I'm just I'm just watching you kind of. How cool is something? How cool is this? How cool? Is it? No, they're, they're amazing. What are you talking about? Did I say it wrong? Did I say something wrong? You, you did. I, I yeah. I just want to make sure you're okay, man. I'm totally okay? fine. I'm totally fine. This is getting late. You know, this is a longer podcast for us. Okay, gosh. You're so I'm judging sorry. today. Judging my Instagram. Judging how I'm trying to get through the end of this episode and wrap it up. You're Judgy McJudgerson right now. That's probably true. I'm also tired. I apologize. I don't apologize. I'm not, look, I'm not taking the Instagram sticker comment back. I'm not taking you it back. It has, out there it has to be, it has to be stopped. And it needs to be, it needs to be paired back. People love my stickers. <laughs> it's too many stickers, Jeremiah. Well, one more time, Doc. Thank you for everything that you do for so many people. Thank you for being so patient today and recording so late so we can have a gentleman on. And again, Nick and Brian, thank you so much for sharing. How cool is this? Check it out anywhere you can download your podcasts, uh, except Facebook, with the exception of. And uh, excited to have you guys come back on and tell us what you think. So thank you so much to them. Thank you so much to you, Doc, and everybody. Be kind to one another. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you again next week. Bye, Doc. Bye. This episode of the University of Pleasure was produced, directed, and edited by me, Jeremiah James. It was written by Dr. Tara Jansen and me, Jeremiah James. The University of Pleasure theme music was written by the incomparable Robert Felstein. And special thanks to our new associate producer, Kyle Binkley. And please remember, we want to be as inclusive as possible of the diverse experiences of others here at the University of Pleasure. So please email us your suggestions for topics that might be suited to you directly, questions, feedback, or just really great sex stories at contact at universityofpleasure.com. <laughs>